begins now. Capital 263. 4K, 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 4K. Hello everyone, I am Dion, this is Technology, and welcome to the E3 edition super episode in true 4K. Alright, 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 alright. So everyone, every gamer out there and every game lover out there has been waiting for this special week. I mean, this is this one special week in the entire year. Yes, and you wait six months for it. In in the entire year, where like you get everything, all your answers, all your all your questions are answered, and all your wishes come true. And thank God that it came. Yes, yes. Literally, it comes in the middle of the year, from June fifteenth. From nowhere, on top of that. From nowhere. (sighs) <sighs> and that's Gary, by the way. He's too excited. He forgot to introduce himself. All right. All right. My, <laughs> my name is Gary Tanayamano. I'm the co-host of Technology, and I love gaming. I love gaming. We all love gaming. I really love gaming more than you, but I, I love uh, gaming. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm really short of words in this, in this case. Yes, yes. So for those who do not know, who are not gamers and are just joining us and thinking what's going on, E3 is... It's life. It is the gamer's time. It is, it's, it's just all the greatest people coming up with the greatest games and the crappy games and everything is there. Like, everything. So, yes, it's like an expo for gaming and stuff. The good games, the terrible games, all the games, we love them. We do not care where they come from. Mexico, Mexico, Guantanamo Bay. We love them. We, we want the games. We want the games. <sighs> where right. do we start? All right, all right, all right. So, E3, E3 this year was split into the EA press conference, the Microsoft press conference, the Ubisoft press conference, uh, the Nintendo press conference, the Nintendo press conference, the digital. People don't know about the digital Devolver press conference because it was so small; it was like twenty minutes. I didn't even hear about that one. You see, that's the thing. Oh, and People then there was the, the big sharks. PC Mag was it? PC Mag um, show one. Yeah. yeah, the PC Mag show that one. We have like oh, they have so like, like four days <laughs> to showcase whatever they have. Uh, other other shows and companies only get like uh, only get like what a few hours, a few hours. But yeah. with PC guys, they get the entire the rest of the week. Exactly, yeah, the last two days especially. So yeah. Oh, there's so much. There's so much. The okay, I think we should just start by giving people the big news first. Like, oh, this is what happened, and then we'll go through everything. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's what, what 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 do you consider big? Xbox One X. That's the first thing. Xbox One X. It's right. the, the new console from Xbox. Right. I, no, I think we should save that for the last. I know I'm saying let's just give them all the headlines. Well, like, the headlines. All right. You know the news. Far Cry 5. Right? Confirmed. Uh the title for for Assassin's Creed, the new Assassin's Creed called Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh that's the next Assassin's Creed game. It's actually going to be a what a prequel that means it's the origin story for yes. all the assassin's creed games you're gonna learn how the assassin's brotherhood and the whole templar feud began began yeah began in the like in the past and it's based in egypt then um the new god of war um for the playstation 4 has been announced coming to t- coming in 2018 yeah it's been given an official release date the new god of war game is actually going to be based on norse mythology not greece mythology ah, so that's yes. the, it's more of a fresh take on God of War, and, and the, yeah, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk more about it later. On. Um, I mean, there's a lot, a lot to go through. Call of Duty World War Two, hmm. 
Forza 7. Yes, Forza Motorsport 7. Forza Motorsport 7 is coming to Xbox and, and PC, obviously. And PC, because now they have this whole thing, partnership yeah, together. Together, a family. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we're getting that. Age of Empires is getting a reboot. <laughs> People. I feel like you're yes. the only person who's excited about that. No, no, no. Like, the, shut up. People are excited about this, okay? Ooh. Everyone. Everyone. Ooh. Listeners. Everyone. Retweets. Follow, make, like, guys, make noise. It's Age of Empires. They're, they're remaking it and it's coming on PC. Oh, Shadow of the Colossus remake. Boom. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's that. But it's a PlayStation exclusive. It's a, yeah, it's a PlayStation exclusive. I don't know. All right. Then, um, um, oh, yeah, Switch. Nintendo Switch. There's a lot of new games. A yeah. lot. It's actually now to the point where I can genuinely think the Switch is there now. Is able to take on other consoles yeah. for the first time. So the problem that was um, happening with the Switch earlier on is that there were not a lot of games that were available for the Switch. Just the Velda. The Velda game. Yeah. Like, so now we're getting proper AAA titles. Be it older, though, they're still... They're now coming to the Switch. Yeah, ports. Yeah, ports. Exactly. New VR games as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fallout 4 VR. Skyrim VR. Doom VR. So it seems like VR... Bethesda is really trying to take, take on... Um, um, VR the VR thing and put it and implement it into the game. I mean, I saw a new teleportation feature um, in in the VR demo for for Doom. Doom. Because people, the the the, the biggest uh, the biggest uh, question with Doom VR was how are you able going to be to to traverse the the terrain? Because you know, like anyone who has played VR um, Doom knows that it's a very fast paced action. Uh, yes. game. Uh, you're, you're, you're gonna be all over the place, and, and the music. The music makes it worse. <laughs> I mean, people <laughs> playing, playing. Uh, people got motion sickness just by playing the PC really? port. Yes. Wow. That's the, that that was madness. actually one of the the, the the complaints with Doom: motion sickness. So now people are concerned. How are you gonna be able to handle this in VR? Yeah, and lots of sequels. We have Wolfenstein Two coming out Shut as well. Up, yeah. You already spoke of Far Cry Five, Assassin's yeah. Creed. But there's also a lot of um, new IPs coming out from everyone, except except our good friends from Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda. From them, they, yes. they try to keep things underground. They, yeah. they really try to do that. Bethesda is, is allegedly working on um, about two or three new IPs, but nobody knows anything about them. That's yeah. the thing. Oh, they yeah. like to keep secrets. And also, no announcement, or no news on Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. Nothing so far. So and we're yet to hear about that. Those rumors about Fallout 4, Fallout 5, or Fallout, what, a new Fallout game based in Manhattan, those were all bogus. Yeah. Mm. They, you know, like, how we got Fallout 3, then we got Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, they, they thought they were going to redo that with, like, with Manhattan Fallout 4. Or, or... Huh? Like, with Fallout 4, then it'll be a new Fallout. Yeah, it's just like oh. a DLC expansion in a different place. But then people thought that was going to happen, right? But then it turns out it's completely bogus. Nothing happened. Or maybe it's going to... Ha- or maybe it, it is happening. But, but yeah, just really... Bethesda are very tight-lipped about it. Yeah, they, 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 the thing with other game developers, games, they leak. But with Bethesda, they make them leak to create hype. That's what, yeah, that's true. That's what they did. All right. And finally, Need for Speed Payback. Yeah. Well, it was announced a while ago, but then we heard more information at E3. Yeah, new name from Speed Game coming. Uh, 
coming from EA. And one of the, the interesting part about this conference is that the guy who was showing off uh, the, oh, need yes. for speed, <laughs> the Need for Speed payback uh, gameplay yeah. had a nervous breakdown in the sure. middle of his presentation. I think we should literally have a part of him, like, you know, we should have that part of, of him. Yeah, no, actually, like, yeah, like, right now, uh, like, wait, like. The, so, um, I'm, um, um, thank you for having me. So now, <laughs> yeah, so you heard it now, and there it was, um, the sad uh, glitch that was by Jesse Wellens. YouTube creator. You're like, Content Jesse creator. Williams, you all know me. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like the way you said it, you all know me. I'm like, do mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And new IPs, Anthem. Anthem is a new one from EA. We have Days Gone. Who, who does? Naughty Dogs. Naughty Dogs. Days, that's a good one. And uh, something from Supermassive uh, super Video Games, which is uh, person. Suspect, person of interest. Oh, hidden, hidden agenda. Hidden agenda. Hidden agenda. Hmm. It's basically, L.A. Noir mixed with. Is it? N- L.A. Noir mixed noir with noir. It's no. It's no. It's not no. It's noir. <laughs> okay. uh, mixed with uh, until dawn. Basically, they took the interesting concept of hunting down a serial killer. And they said, "Why not do it? Why not? Why do it alone when you can do it with your friends?" So with linked play, so that your friends can betray you, betray you exactly. You, they can get you killed. So then they took like, "Wait, we need four people for this experience." Then they're like, "All right, cool. We'll get four people to play this game with you." Simple, boom. Yes. So that's everything in a nutshell. Wow, we actually summarized in like ten minutes. No, no, we actually no. There are a few more things. South Park Stick of Truth finally given us. Uh, but we need to start talking about the stuff now. All right, we can't cool. Everything. Let's start with Xbox One X. Jesus Christ, that name. All Let's, right. Can we please start with the name? Let's start with the name. Xbox, Xbox One X. Yeah. So I dare you to say that five times fast. Xbox One X. Xbox One X. So Project Scorpio was officially really given a name this year and Microsoft, the Microsoft press conference release um, revealed that it was called the Xbox One S. And X- thank God it's not called the Xbox Wow because people thought, it, yes, there was a rumor going around. Wow, like that is called W-O-W? Yes, the Xbox Wow. Yes, oh people are really scared, scared shitless. And mom, forgive me for swearing. I know mom listens to my podcast. I know. Yeah, right? She's going to become a recurring theme. Yeah. Gary and your mom. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. that does, that's not a... Wow, Anyways, weird. Um, so yes, I mean, if you heard from the beginning of the podcast, we just had a little um, snippet of Microsoft's press conference and they were in love with, with these two, le- two, two characters, 4 and K, 4K. Yeah. Been saying it over and over again. 4K, 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 4K. 4K, 4K yes. True 4K. And yes, it's true. This podcast is in 4K as well. And I'm joking, it's probably not. But then you can get it in 4K. Um, please get it in 4K if you can. And yes, the Xbox One X will have 4K support officially. I think it will be one of the... Did the PS4 Pro have full 4K support? Uh, the PS4 Pro? No, actually, that, that's the problem. We're going we're gonna to dive into this. All right, so the, 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 the main, the main, the main uh, point in the whole Microsoft press conference was to show off 
the new project, Scorpio or whatever, Xbox One S in this case, they were, they'd been developing for like two years. The most powerful console ever made. Actually, it Microsoft. is. It, it actually is. But that's always going to be the case because... You know, every year they make a better one. So it's like yeah, but but this is the first time Xbox has created the most powerful console. It has always been it's always P- been PlayStation. Yeah, that's actually true. PS3 was probably always better than Xbox. PS2, PS2, PS1, PS4. Yeah, PS4 Pro. They've always had the upper hand when it comes to consoles. But for the first time in history, we're seeing Microsoft making the superior console. All right. So then they made they made a lot of. Um, upgrades in terms of hardware. They they didn't release the official the official um uh specs like the actual 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 hardware that they're putting in. But like then, the graphics cards and exactly. But then we we know we know exactly how some of the their hardware works. Okay, how it performs. For, for example, their graphics card, their previous generation graphics card, well, that was on the original Xbox One, had 1.3 teraflops. So and the new and the new um, graphics graphics card on the Xbox One X has got six teraflops. That wow, is, that is amazing. So amazing increase. Right, basically to just simplify this, dumb it down for you norms. Uh, sorry, I just I just dissed my listeners, but hey, you're dumb. Right, <coughs> edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> I swear, right. that out. So to, to, to just sum it up, it's powerful and it's way powerful it's than the PS4 powerful. Pro. The PS4 Pro got an update from one point two. To only four teraflops. Okay, so two things you'll note. For, uh, three things actually. Firstly, it's not it's not a new console per se. Like it's not like a whole new thing. It's basically still an Xbox One. Yeah, they just put a po- more powerful more powerful engine. engine. Yeah, because it's backward compatible with all the Xbox One games, and you won't really see a, a game that says this is an Xbox One X game. Yeah. No, there won't be any Xbox One X exclusives. In other words, it'll just be an Xbox One game. And then it can in the Xbox One X. So basically, it's like the premium version. Yeah, similar to what PS did with their PS4 Pro. At first, yeah. PS4 had these PS4 Pro modded games. Now, just like, okay, if the PS4 Pro is capable of running this game in something close to 4K, it's just going to upscale it to 4K. Yeah. And that's the thing. Xbox One S is running in true 4K, whilst the PS4 Pro is running in upscaled 4K or something, a resolution... That's close to 4K. Yeah, like what's 2.5K or something like that. Yeah, 2.5 or 1440, something like that. But the problem is, the problem is, yeah. one console is vastly superior to the other. That's the problem. What's the Xbox, that is? Yes, the Xbox can run at 60 FPS. Oh, yeah, and it's also now the most expensive console to date with... $499. Yeah, $499. Now, I was actually thinking because I was thinking that there was... There was actually an Apple um, Apple console that that came out back in the day that nobody with, bought. Yeah, it was the Apple and Bandai. Is it Bandai Pippin? Yeah, yeah. Bandai. That one. But it, it, it was really costly. But I don't remember the price. But I think this is officially the most expensive console so far. But it's good. It doesn't really compare with high end PCs, by the way. Yeah. Regardless, it's right. But before we doesn't. jump into the price and everything, let's just compare. All right. People people that are analyzing are saying this is going to be more expensive for the everyday consumer to buy this because you know like most consoles came out 399 something like that i mean the ps4 pro is going for 390 something dollars the xbox one x is going for 299 so the xbox one s yes x 
X. That's the new one. Oh, S. Yeah, S. The white one, which is. I, I honestly won't. I'll forgive you because confusing. the names are confusing. Ah, yeah. oh, you know what? They need to make an Xbox One E. <laughs> Why? Xbox One S. Xbox One E. Xbox One X. <laughs> but anyways, um, yes, because now the the problem is analysts say that this is they're gonna really have a tough time selling this because people are gonna say, why should I pay five hundred dollars for four K when I when I can get something that's close to four K or really satisfying enough to be yeah. deemed as four K for four hundred dollars? That's the thing. And that's where now we need to look at, you know, the games. The games, how do they look like on an Xbox One X? What does 4K actually look like when you, when, when developers have the chance to sit down and say, we're making this game in 4K? Because that was one of the biggest disadvantages for PCs is the fact that a lot of um, developers would say, we're making this game for the PC, for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, right? Yeah. But then since they're making it for the, since, of course, they have to develop for the lowest common denominator, which is usually the Xbox One, it wouldn't be in 4K. Yeah. So the PC games would also suffer as a result and wouldn't be in true 4K. But now we're seeing that the Xbox One X is in 4K. The PS4 is moving towards 4K. It is a good thing. That means that PC games will see you know, higher quality as a result. Yeah, but Did the problem... the you problem see we the have Forza Motorsport 7 yeah. trailer? Yeah. Oh and there's a Porsche made just for Forza. Yes, yes, I saw That's that. That's fancy. That's really The fancy. 911. Oh, amazing. The 911 for Forza. Hmm. I wonder how much they had to fork out to get that. A custom-built Porsche. They had it at the event. Yeah, I saw that one. It was gray and silver. Beautiful. Yeah. Gray and silver. Um, silver and black. It was really nice. Yeah, but then, all right, to conclude our Xbox versus PS4 Pro argument, uh, the thing I was saying is ultimately as much as Xbox might have the upper hand, um for the first time in this whole entire race, PS4 still has the upper hand to some extent because it has killer exclusives. The yes. exclusives are way better than what Xbox is offering right now. I mean, nobody, mm. instead of Decay, nobody really cares about that. Yeah, to be honest, nobody knows. Like, the only two, well, yeah, actually, yes, the only two, like, proper Xbox exclusives that I know is Halo and Forza, isn't it? Yeah. Is there anything else? That's about it. But now you see on on Sony's side, they have, okay, they already have, okay, they had The Last of Us. The Last of Us. People, there's Days Gone, which is coming out. It's a PS4 exclusive as well. Um, God of War is going to be a PS4 exclusive as well. There's a lot of good games that are coming out as PS4 exclusives. What's it? That other game I was talking about. I keep on forgetting it. Which one? The the ones made by Supermassive. Hidden Agenda. Hidden Agenda. That's also a uh, PS4 exclusive. Detroit. Another PS4 exclusive. A lot of PS4 exclusives. The thing is, not the Naughty Dogs games, all of them are always PS4 exclusives. Microsoft had uh, Microsoft Studios, if you remember back in the yeah. day. And they used to make great games. The other guys were also in charge. I can't forget what they used to be called. But they were in charge of like Halo, like Age of Empires. They had a lot of great games. Even Flight Simulator back in the day. But I don't know what happened. They kind of went like... Cut it out in a way. Yeah. yeah. So, but the problem is, so I, I think the ultimate argument is 4K so while substituting great exclusives and a bigger game library, or you can go for something that's close to 4K, possibly like 3K if there's anything like that. <laughs> yeah, 3K. Um, uh, 3K, right? Let's just say 3K. Let's just call it 3K. I don't care if it's yeah. not there or anything. Let's just call it 3K for the sake of it. Yeah. 
um, oh a bigger gosh. game a uh, game library. They should game have actually exclusive. made the, the PlayStation Four in native 4K, and you know what they should have advertised it as? What? PS4K. That would have been smart. You see, that was the question. Like uh, the way that PS4 really rushed their console, yes. didn't think much into it. And the problem is, is the Xbox One X future proof? That's another problem. Like it looks good now, but. I feel like what they've done is that they've tried to... You know that thing when you make um, the... They made the device in a way that it can stretch so for so long, but it's, it's like straining. So I feel like within three years, if they truly make games in true 4K, no, it will like start to struggle. Not even three years. Right now, the titles that the Xbox One X cannot run at 60 FPS. That is the problem. Which, which, which games, for example? Like they didn't re- actually release the names, but then they're actually titles where they're having problems maintaining 60 FPS. Already, that's the problem. That's an issue. I mean, I wouldn't imagine spending five hundred dollars on a. Then there was the, the one between the feud between uh, Destiny, the the, the 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 Destiny controversy. Do you know that? No, I haven't heard of this. What's right. So the Xbox One X can run Destiny at sixty FPS. Wasn't Destiny a PS4 exclusive as well? No, well, it, it was. It, it was a timed exclusive. Timed exclusive. Yeah, it's like exclusive for a certain period of time. Then was, yeah, they yeah. Release it everywhere, now. but then. The problem is the Xbox One X can run it at 60 FPS, but then they're going to be selling it logged at 30 FPS. And the argument is we want a fluid um, experience across all platforms, but then obviously PC is going to be unlocked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, even if it's locked, you know. I mean, I mean at EA, <laughs> at, at E3, there was somebody running it at one, 140 frames per second, but yeah, <laughs> PC master is yeah, I mean, look, whilst we in, on the PC side keep moving towards 140 FPS, the consoles are still trying to figure out how to get to 60. <laughs> but anyways, um, I, I think we need to actually talk about that in a separate episode. That yeah. seems interesting because it also falls, it's kind of similar to the net neutrality debate we had recently. If yeah, you so now that is the console that is neutrality. The that is there because people are saying, if this game is going to come to Xbox, so, so why, what's the point of even giving us 60 FPS if you're going to lock it on certain titles? Exactly, yeah. That is really stupid in a way. Yeah, I, I would really be pissed off. Okay, so I think... Oh, yeah, they, okay, there's so much here. Okay, so let's start with EA. Wait, EA. Yeah, let's start with EA. Um, oh, yes. Oh, we forgot to mention this. There was FIFA 18 gameplay trailer as well. A lot of people, especially in Zimbabwe, will be lo- really looking forward to that. FIFA 18. Yeah, and um, you know like how they put incremental additions? Additions, like small, small, tiny additions that make the game more realistic with air quotes uh, every year. And this, and this year, they're like, we're focusing, we're focused mainly on the movement of players. You know how players... The transfers and Yeah, you know like kids. how how players don't really run the same, like Ronaldo, Messi. Yeah, player ID. That's exactly. Player ID. So then they're like, all right. Okay, people, can you please forgive Gary? He does not play FIFA or any other soccer game. I'm the soccer game dude in the podcast today. So yeah, just forgive him for that. So then they're like, all right, we, we, we're going we're gonna to work on movement. And they, they did that. And more, more basic improvement in uh, kicking mechanics, passing mechanics, and other mechanics that make FIFA so amazing. Yeah, yeah, and there was another interesting thing. They have du- they've dumped Messi, and yeah. they've now hired Ronaldo to be their new cover star. That is mad, because Ronaldo was like well known to be the cover star for 
his for like in my childhood at least. He 2013, was 2013, 2015. No, yeah, no, no. He was actually his first cover was in 2008. Oh, when you were still with uh, United, Manchester United, that is. So the no, I think no. The thing is, they they always go for the the, the guy that's there at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, look what at happened. Neymar NBA, was the yeah. Let's look at uh, NBA two K eighteen, Durant. They go. They always go for that star who's in the moment. That guy was making the, the guy was making the the big bucks. That's that's it. It's really stupid. They teach you at the moment you you get invalid. But they're not saying Messi is invalid or anything. But I'm just saying. I think it's just that Ronaldo Messi, is at a bigger year. Yeah, he had a bigger year and he won more awards and he's going crazy, winning two Champions Leagues in two years and stuff like that. Lots of crazy stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, soccer stuff and yeah. stuff. And it, it, it's interesting. But I don't know. I, I, they also announced Madden. Madden 18 oh, yeah. is going to have a new um, story, story mode. mode. All right. Wh- what do we... Okay, I know a lot of people haven't played uh, FIFA 17 yet, which is, which is actually kind of weird. But yeah, but what do people think of story mode? Like story mode in in these games. All right, I think all right. Judging from NBA, I first played uh, story mode on NBA. I'm an NBA fan. You know the thing is, story mode sort of makes the game. It it you know, it makes that connection between you and this in the game because prior before before story mode, you know you, this is it. You create a player, right? No no cutscenes, no talking, no anything. The player is just there, but the player doesn't feel human. You know what I mean? That is true. But mm. then, with with um with with story mode, you have these interactions between your character and other characters. These hard choices to make. These hard decisions. You know these it's, it's emotional more conflicts. Immersive. Exactly, it's more immersive and it, it brings emotion into it. That's why I love it. But yeah. then, that was with two K. I don't know with these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So two K do um that whole thing very well. Like they do soup like um, my word that the NBA I don't really even watch basketball but then the, the the story mode on it is amazing, but then you know with FIFA it was like I didn't really go through the story mode as much, but then it, it just it just didn't feel like that oomph it, it just because there's no customization, it's the same guy the hunter dude and you just have to take his story as it is, but it's interesting to see them try and copy 2K they still have a long way to go because 2K is miles ahead of. And they're bringing the Hunter back. It's the same dude, isn't it? Yeah, they're bringing him back again. So now, this... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's going to become gimmicky if they, ex- if they execute it properly. Yeah. It might be their thing. But then, I don't know. We're just going to have to see. Because the, the, the campaign itself, the My Story, they usually call it My Story. Yeah. But the story itself, if it's great, then perfect. It's going to add on to the game. But if it's terrible... Current-gen um, platforms will have... Not no huge improvements, but it uses frostbite, so it will look decent. Not like back in the day when the PlayStation Two version looked like it was made in two thousand and four, or whatever crap. And it's also coming. What's coming? On the Nintendo Switch, FIFA what? eighteen is going to be on the Nintendo Switch. That was obvious. As well. That was obvious. Like in the yeah. in the trailer, the Switch trailer, we saw a lot of games. Two K, yeah. Skyrim, EA. Like this is actually, I'm happy. Like. Okay, this is a good chance for us to segue. Let's talk about the Switch. I'm really happy for the Switch right now because when I heard the idea, I was like, this is phenomenal. We yeah, talked about it on the podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, for the first time. But it needs games. For the and first getting time, games. we're seeing the Switch getting proper games. Not indie games, but proper AAA titles. And this is very good news. I mean, 
the uh, people first complained about the switch when it came out, the lack of yes, the yes. library. But then, yeah, the, the, I hope they fix the issues with uh, with the switch. When the when the switch uh, first came out and like that leaked footage of somebody trying to run Skyrim on the switch, yeah, and it literally I don't know, it just crashed. No, of course it will crash because that wasn't official. So I think they probably fixed that. And the thermal issues. It's probably it's also run, um FIFA 18 will run in at 60 FPS, no locking or anything like that. On the switch. On the switch, yes. Um, it has Ultimate Team as well. I it's think for the I think PS4 really needs PS like PlayStation in Japan. I don't know. Make a plan. Make it happen, Sony. Make it happen. Yeah, but it won't have the story mode. The journey. Sorry, and FIFA is called the journey, and it won't be on the Nintendo Switch. But I'm really excited. Oh yeah, also. Small little detail, legends have been s- scrapped in favor of icons. Oh, oh wow. Yep. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as in like... like the, le- legends is like those cards. Yeah, no, no. Le- yeah, player cards, the, yeah. Not the player cards. Legends is the is basically old players that are there. Oh, legends. 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 Like, like classic 11 and everything. There we go. They're, been, they're called icons now. So it's just the same concept. Gameplay hasn't changed too much. We're just having an increase in defensive AI... Um, better player animations, chesting has improved, thank God. And yeah, they've increased the number of servers they have. They fixed the referees. The The trailer is out for people. And apparently Ronaldo might still be the best player. He might still be the best player. And I'm shocked and sad that Pogba wasn't the cover dude because I love Pogba. Well, it happens maybe next year. Who knows? May- yeah, maybe next year. That, that's if we don't get a new soccer star. I mean, those guys always imagine. This dude's hair looks so ugly. Oh my god! Stop hating. No, like the hunter dude's hair looks horrible. Like it does. Uh, he's a black person. Uh, yeah, does Alexander get a hair, get a girlfriend? Really? Like, okay. uh, anyways, anyways. Um, so the new Assassin's Creed game was given yes. an official title. It's gonna be called Assassin's Creed Origins. Hmm. All right. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. So then, Assassin's Creed Origins is taking a different take to the whole Assassin's Creed franchise, and people are saying that it looks different. I haven't watched the gameplay trailer. So, I don't know. This is kind of Ubisoft freaking out and be like, oh my god, oh my god, we need to really change things up for the first time, because with Assassin's Creed Syndicate, it was, it was, it had mint graphics and everything, but then it didn't sell. Yes. It was, like, it didn't sell. It was the worst sales of all the Assassin's Creed games. I think from Revelations... All the way across to you know the end, yeah. All the way across the syndicate, the gameplay was pretty much like the same. Like the only thing that changed thing was Black Flag's ship thing that they had, which was basically they put it in in Rogue. So in Rogue as well, yeah. So those two games are the only ones that had. Oh my God! Everyone is getting Mountain Dews today. Yeah, like, Mountain Dews. Yeah, I don't want to tell everyone. We got Mountain Dews just for this um, recording, like. You hear it there? <laughs> That's my Mountain Dew right there. All right, I'll so drink it, but I already drank all of it. All right, so, so then, like, the, the, the fighting mechanics, they are more free this time. It's not, it's not like one of those quick-time events where you... We're not really quick-time events, but then we yeah, have to those, counter and everything. Yeah. So now it's got, it's got more of, like, a Dark Souls take to combat. You cannot one-shot kill people now. You actually have to level up level up your weapons. And now there's yeah. a loot system, which is really good. I've always wondered why they didn't implement a loot system in a, like a proper looting system in Assassin's Creed before. Because... In I mean, you, you could loot in coins. Revelations. Yeah, you could loot coins, but then you could never loot weapons. 
Yes. Now we have that Grand Theft Auto style take your weapons. Yeah, exactly. Now we have good weapons, rare weapons, and legendary weapons. I, I'm just using uh, classic RPG terms, but then this time they have colors. Um, they're they're blue weapons, mm. purple weapons, and gold weapons. The gold weapons are usually the ultimate weapons. So then you can level up weapons by putting poisons and everything to make them better. Ah, a la Far Cry. Yeah. So it so people are saying they they sort of implemented features from other games. And there's more wildlife. There are alligators and lions and deers and whatever. Yeah. Deer. And, yeah, that's... that. I mean, the aesthetics of the game is interesting. I mean, if you look at all the other Assassin's Creed games, they have this grayish feel to it. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Like, a really gray feel. This one feels more yellow, like vibrant. sunshine. Yeah, it's yeah, more vibrant. vibrant. So it could be, like, representation of how the game is going to rise, like Phoenix from the concrete. Like, oh. Yeah, and... So the, the main point of this game is actually to serve as an origin story for all the games, that, the predecessors to the gaming, to the Assassin's Creed gaming franchise that came before that. So yeah, and they, they really ditched the whole Ego Vision. They, yeah, they ditched a couple of features, Ego Vision. They removed Ego Vision? Yeah. Oh, wow. Now That's... you actually use an Ego to mark points, what they did in Far Cry 4. Was it Far Cry 4? Yeah. No, Far Cry Primal. Yeah. Mm, yes, yes. Somewhere there. So you can now mark enemies with your with your companion, a bird, whatever. We, yeah, it was on the trailer. Bob. Let's just call him Bob. Yeah. Oh, Bob. Why would you call it Eagle Bob? I'm Bob the bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In Bob. Egypt. All right. I don't know how they'd get the name Bob. All right. All right. Then the other feature, now you don't have to scale these high buildings or whatever to get but to that was so the cool. Map. But it got annoying to some extent. Like you had to, if you jumped, if it fell off, and you just no. Died. The fact that you had to do it several, 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 several. Like I got some really good views. There were some times when it was those. it was perfect. Excuse me, for, like times when it was perfect. But then doing it 30, 50 times, and there's always there's always <laughs> that one point where you couldn't reach. You don't know how to reach it. Like, yeah, either yeah. you reach the point and there's, like, some funny Templar guarding it, like high-level Templar that you're going to kill. Something like that. Yeah. Or you, or you just fall off. Like, there'll be a part where you just have to keep falling off and you yeah, have to exactly. get it perfectly right. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's that. And people people are saying it plays like an RPG, but who knows? Will this game That'll be, be interesting. Assassin's Creed is an RPG. Yeah. That'll be very interesting. They're saying, yeah, it, it is an RPG. It feels more like an RPG. Even the gameplay feels like an RPG. But will this be enough to save the franchise? Hmm. I hope it is. I think Assassin's Creed is one of the best ideas for a game series that we've ever seen, in my opinion. And I've always loved the Assassin's Creed, but then they keep disappointing. Yeah, I really respect the fact that they tried with this one. But yeah, we're just going to have to see more. Hopefully it'll be a first. Anyways, then with that oh. comes Far Cry. Huh? Oh yeah, Far Cry. Yes. Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5. So, before we go, let's just address this quickly before we go. Far Cry 5 had a lot of um, controversy before it even got a trailer. Just the Religion. That, yeah, that yeah. image came out and a lot of people started getting mad because they thought it was a game centered around killing white people. And a lot of people started getting offended by that. <laughs> a lot of people started getting really offended by that. Let's go out and kill white people. So, that's not what the game's about at all. Yeah, that's not what it's about. It's that's not what it's about. But then people are like, why are you bringing religion into this? Religion is such a touchy subject. Why are you, re- are you bringing religion into this? But then, in their defense, gaming has always been about expression. Exactly. Ubisoft, like, when they make games, I mean, sure, some of them are bad and overhyped and 
not well done. But then usually for them, it's like they don't care about their stuff. They just make games. Exactly. And for the first, and I mean, we're seeing more and more games tackling these touchy issues. Religion. Yes, um, gamers getting gamers. Sorry, gaming is getting more mature. Basically, yeah, it's, it's become a serious platform. We're, for the first time, we're seeing we're seeing gaming competing with other forms of media and communication. Like movies, we're seeing, movies, and stuff like that. Yeah, we're seeing gaming competing with movies when it comes to narrative and novels. The Last of Us. Exactly. It's a good That's example. how good game gaming has become serious. E three to put it in a nutshell, E three is really just how far gaming has gone in terms of storytelling. The storytelling everywhere was just amazing yes yeah and yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to far cry 5 mainly because of the storyline i'm interested in that compared to what far cry 3 like let's just start with 3 3 was good the way it ended was just but the one ending, of the craziest yeah? things in the world we talked about it before I know, right? so, yeah. far cry 4 was was a bit of an improvement but also kind of like yeah then primal primal was nice yeah primal was good but then Far Cry 3, the ending was like, so what, 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 why did I just spend 21 hours playing this, playing game, this game? And, you know. Why? Why? Yeah, but then... For why? For, for why? For why? So that's Far Cry, Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4. Now we're on Far Cry 5. I like the idea. It's very new. Yeah. Very new. So the idea behind Far Cry 5 and the, the way it takes on the plot is very interesting. You know, with these... Let's not spoil it for people. No, it's, no, it's not actually the... Why? No. Let's spoil I don't it. Know. Some people. You want to spoil it for people? Yes. Some people are horrible. They just tell you. Oh yeah. By the way, um, the main character, the main character, John Lewis. <laughs> You're playing. No, no. This is actually a synopsis of the of the plot. I'm not a big fan of synopsis. Sorry, synopses. Rather. No, let me just say it. It's not. A, it's not a like. It's not a. Spoiler. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Go on. Go on. All right. No so you're playing as a new ma- sheriff in an isolated town. And what's what's the state? I forgot it again. It's some American state. I yeah. want to say Alabama. It's, for, it's actually for a fun. real place. It's actually a real place. So I think it's they they took an interest an interesting take on the whole plot. You know how games have linear stories. Yeah. Like you're literally following this clear cut path you know in gaming sequences you can only go straight you can go sideways or anything sorry it's montana yeah in montana so now this is what they did there is no clear-cut plot right there's no starting point in the plot you know how games be like all right you branch out from somewhere you start here then you branch out yeah with that game you can start anyway so every single action you make will like change how you experience the game all right, they're like they're, there's the preacher, there's the preacher, then there's the guy like the girl with the bar, then there's the pilot. Yeah. So with, with certain, let's say it was assassins, let's say it's just another game. Yeah. You go to this guy first, then you go to that guy first, then you go to that guy first. Then well, let's just say like Far Cry Three when you meet the villagers and you meet yeah, the exactly. black, black dude. So now you say that you 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 just start where you want. You know, the NPCs in the game can say. Hey, you can go to this guy, or you can go to this guy, or you can go to this guy. Or you should go to this guy. Yeah. Usually it's like you must go there first. But then, then in this case, it's like you can do this, or you can do that. You can help us, or you can do this. You can choose to help people. Uh-huh. You can choose to kill them. You can choose to join this guy. You can choose not to join them. That may seem like a good idea, but they need to back that up with a really good open world. Like if the world is not well built... That could become a huge disadvantage. They have a really nice open world. Do they? Do they have a really... Well, at least it looks, it looks really good. Remember Watch Dogs? Do not no. 
That, Gary, don't know, forget Ubisoft, Watch Dogs. I know with Ubisoft, mm. but then when has Ubisoft ever created, no, like uh, the Far Cry franchise ever created a terrible open world? Fair point, yeah. You see, Far Cry 3, they, 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 they know, they've mastered open worlds. I mean, they're terrible. They might be terrible with other things. In some cases. No, even Watch Dogs, the open world was great. It's just that the mechanics around it sucked, like the driving and... Exactly. Yeah. But then, with, especially with the Far Cry franchise, they've they've really mastered the open world. Even with the first Far Cry, it was good. Okay, um, let's just talk about the Switch for a minute. There was a few other things I wanted to get on. Yeah. First of all, Pokemon is coming to the Switch. This is the first time that a Pokemon game will be released on a console. At first, it was it used to be released on on handhelds only, like yeah. the Game Boy and the DS and the 3DS. Nintendo DS, uh, Nintendo Game Boys, and whatever. So yeah, the, for the first time we're seeing that happening with the Switch, with with the Switch. But then it's, it's really nice the fact that they're I'm really looking forward to it. The fact that they're bringing, you know, like I've never seen in the past. The the problem with Pokemon is that it was it was always given to these consoles that didn't really have good hardware. Like which one? The DS, the Game Boys, and everything. No, like is in like it was what? always given to consoles. No Pokemon. Was always given to 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 consoles that didn't have good hardware, and for the first time we're com- we're seeing it coming to the oh, Switch. Oh yes, yeah. And okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And as in, like, the, it, it's given to handhelds that don't really have the power. So then, yeah, is it is 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 in? Are they going to utilize? Are they going to make good graphics for this game? They will. I think they will because the idea is that they want it to be an opportunity for you to be able to sit down and you know to actually play Pokemon on your like, as a console game, like how you'd play Assassin's Creed or Far Cry. And you're going to play, you know, um, what's it called? Pokemon the same way. But then when you stop and you're like, oh, I need to go to work now. You can go on the commute and keep playing. Play. That's the idea. That's and the thing. I'm really looking forward to this. I really want to switch now. Like, it's now proper. Yeah, and they really nailed that idea to some extent. Uh, can you pass me my phone? Uh, and they really nailed the idea to some extent. Just turned off. Yeah. Ah, Samsung. Ah. They did. They certainly did. Mm. I have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> and Skyrim, as we said, actually working with Bethesda on the new... Um, goodness me. Bethesda, rather. I'm working wait, with Nintendo. Wait, can you pause? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and you know, Bethesda, we talked about this. Bethesda, I keep saying Bethesda for some reason. Bethesda and Nintendo actually working together to make the Skyrim port for the Switch. And they're saying it's going to be a unique game. It's not going to be like, you know, a copy of, you know, the PC version or the PS4 version and bam. We're making it's it already game. there to some extent. Yeah, it's already there. But they're making a unique game now. Like, they're making a whole new one. Like, well, I, I did see, I did see, like, um, uh, a Skyrim armor, no, Skyrim armor that was fashioned after Link's armor from Zelda. That was really interesting. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. I feel like the Switch, I really feel like the Switch is different. It's not like the Wii or the Wii U. Oh, my God, the Wii U. Like, those consoles were like special cases. Yeah. But this one is like, it actually, it's going out there and it's being, you know, different. And they're really the trying. They're, they're genuinely just really trying. Really looking forward to it. Talking about people who are trying. Call of Duty World War Two. Hmm. You know what's weird is that Call of Duty World War Two. I, 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 I really feel like Slayer Jam is disappointed 
because yeah. uh, Battlefield One just stole the show. It they did. honestly just stole the show. And Infinite Warfare didn't really. I don't know. It just it didn't. There was nothing the about it. Exactly, it didn't click with the people. It and fed well though. It did well like financially, but then no, it actually didn't. No, they they actually made money out of it. I I did. I found out about that. It actually made money. They made money, but then it wasn't enough. It wasn't popular. It wasn't a success. Yeah, but it made. They money. made money, but then there was so. But the, but the thing is, guys, it's like Batman versus Superman. It sucked, but it, but made, it made money. money. But the money compared to other games is terrible. Compared yes. to Black Ops Three, Black Ops Three was a success. Here Suck we go. Six success. Success. <laughs> yes. Um. Like a really large success because as the problem is, you know, like numbers. Okay, this is analysis. Ooh. Infinite warfare after a few weeks, actually a few days of a few release, days, you say it only had fifteen thousand players playing 15, it on Steam. Fifteen thousand—that is rather disappointing. Whilst other games such as Black Ops Three, that had been out for about seven months at that time, had thirty thousand minimum. What? That wow. is ridiculous. And it's really, really sad. Yeah, really Battlefield sad. 1, you know, we can't even talk about that. Yeah, because they were sort of disappointed, you know, they were disappointed in a way that, I mean, uh, they didn't even release the official numbers for it. That, yeah, when the minute people don't release numbers, you know it did badly. You no, know, like Call of Duty, they always release. Like, oh, look at us, look at us. We saw these copies. Like, yeah. No. Apple, no. Apple did the same with the watch. They were just like, yeah, let's, we're not talking about that. That's how te- like terrible it was. Uh, l- keeping with Bethesda, um, Wolfenstein Two has been announced and released. Now it's actually going to be released. I think October twenty seventh. Yeah, all October the games 27th. that they announced this year are going to be released this year. But then they only announced about two or three games. Actually, God of War is coming out next year, early no, next like year. No, like Bethesda or Bethesda's yeah. games. Yeah, they're all coming out this year. They they, they announced about two games, right? Wolfenstein 2 and the Skyrim for VR and for Switch. VR. And Fallout as well. And they didn't release, like we said, no new IPs. Yet. And Evil Within 2. Yeah, the Evil Within 2. That's the other one. All the games are releasing this year. But I, one thing I love about Bethesda is that they take their time. They're not like these other EA, Ubisoft developers that rush. They tend to rush games. You know, they, they take it slowly. They want yeah. something that's more polished. Something that's great, you know, and I really appreciate and, and they, I love them for that. And they release, you know, games that are, I mean, the trailers, the gameplay trailers are actual gameplay trailers. Raw footage. R- raw footage of people playing the game, not this weird, you know, Oh my EA. God, it's Jared's ring. <sighs> Did you see the, the Need for Speed one? Need for Speed one. Oh gosh. That's the thing I don't like about E3. That's one thing we have to discuss, is that... Why do developers keep on overhyping people with scripted gameplay? It's not actually gameplay. Sometimes yeah. it's sometimes it's like a pre-rendered, uh, pre-rendered what seem like uh, vision of that game. Like what they did with Ubisoft is really a culprit with this one. It's yeah, Ubisoft. Division. Look, even EA, they they're horrible as well. Like that that doesn't change. But with EA, at least Battlefield, that was raw. Battlefront 2 and Battlefield. Those were raw. Those were raw. But But Battlefield is good. It was a good game. They looked and they said, well, we can't even sweep this up even more. Like, what it is, is good enough. Yeah, and and I like like what they're doing with Battlefield. They're bringing us more campaigns. Mm, Yes, 64 players in one online game. It first began, like, what was what? Battlefield 1, mainly like the World War 1. 
uh, what like which was like like the 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 the, the what the, the front line that yes, Germany yes. versus the, the trench part, warfare yeah. and whatnot. Trench warfare. Now they're bringing in countries like Russia and other mm, things. Yes, yes. GLC expansion, France. You know, like they bring these ep- the epic Ottomans battles. As well. yeah, exactly. You know, like and they I'm, bring these yeah. epic battles in, and it's really nice. And as a as a history student, I'm really jizzing over this. I know, yeah. I'm also in history buff myself, although I don't do it academically. But it's it's really. I was really um, interested in Battlefield 1. Wolfenstein, on the other hand, is also focusing on storytelling as well. They really put a lot of emphasis on the story. This time. How the Nazis have taken over America and how that's working out. A lot of horror-like features and very Doom-like as well. That's one thing that I... I Yeah, it has always been like that big guns. Yeah, I really like that. Big guns, health packs. Um, Nice and classical. You know, like, the, the problem, I think the problem that people had with the first... Wolfenstein is that it was more of action, but then the story was there. The, 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 the good the story was there, but then it was more of action. No, no, now they they're focusing on both. Yeah, like intensively. Good story, good action. That's good. That's the Wolfenstein for you. I really love that game for that. So let's now let's now talk about the new IPs that are coming out. Since everything we talked about are basically sequels and stuff. All right, the new IPs. <sighs> if the, only movies could learn from gaming that we can have great sequels, and great new. IEPs Just take your time. Thank you. Just take your time. Anthem. We can criti- I will criticize it, but then I'm happy that they've released it because it's interesting. Yeah. Anthem. It may be look like a Destiny met No Man's Titan Sky, Fall, Titanfall, Jurassic Love Park, Baby. Godzilla. But then it's still a good game. And we have Days Gone as well. It's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Did yeah. you hear about A Way Out? Yeah, A Way Out. That's what I was about to talk about. A Way Out is a really interesting game. The fact Very that yeah. they're taking Couch Co-op back into the mainstream into the, game. Exactly. I was really excited by that because, you know, back in the days you'd play like the old Gran Turismo's and they'd yeah, have on split, split screen. screen. And oh man, that was great. You know, that was so good. You know, it, it would make people bond. You know, it made people, like, like it brought emotion into you. And gaming. it brought people like apart. The fact that you're going to be cooperating with or someone. Or fighting against each other. Yeah, and cooperating with someone in this case, but this one, they actually aren't going to cooperate. Yeah, yeah. Working, two separate individuals working together to attain one simple goal, which is a way out. I think the basic... So, right from what we we saw in the gameplay, like the the main it's coming out on PC as well. Yeah, to confirm the, f- the first part of the game is basically trying to get out of jail. Yeah, like yeah, they, they obviously they pass the way when you're outside, but then like the beginning, you're obviously gonna be trying to escape, and obviously throughout it's the be campaign, like a puzzle game. Yeah, throughout the campaign, you're gonna be working together, and I like the fact that I I loved is that there are gonna be so many different ways to approach your goal. Yeah, l- I love that whole options. Like you go, you have different ways to fix the same problem. Unlike some games where it's like, oh, did you put this canister two centimeters away from where you're supposed to? You're not coming out, blood. <laughs> I hate that. Um, oh yes, and sp- speaking. Oh yeah, speaking of um, new IPs, Days Gone. Yeah, Days Gone. A we new first... zombie movie. I mean, zombie game, rather. Right, we first saw Days Gone in, like, 2016. We yeah. didn't get much from it. We just, it was just more like... It was just another zombie game that's coming out. Yeah, but then oh. this time, we're seeing more development on it. And I have to say, it's got, like, that Last of Us Tomb Raider vibe Vibe to it, to it yes. And people really love that. It really makes people jizz. And it's really nice. Yeah. And they combine that with zombies. And I, I love the fact that Sony found a way to implement that, you know, like, rendering... 
200, 300 enemies at once without a starter in frame, frame rate. Yeah, that is a, one of the biggest things that was good about the game because, it, it, like, one thing you notice that a lot of games, not even, forget that, just like, you know, when you look, was it, I think it was a Battlefield or Call of Duty, there was a point where they were just on water, like in a tunnel, yeah. and they were just moving up and down. That caused a huge drop in the frame rate. Like, it went yeah. from 60 to, like, 42, and it stayed there until they got out. So now people are like, huh? You so could imagine now rendering People that. are wondering how they're doing that. And I don't know. That's the thing. That's the thing. Right. We're saving this argument for later. If, imagine if that was to come to the Xbox One S. Would we be able to maintain 60? That's the question. Hmm. We're going to talk about that next week. You should. We should. And also on that note, I wanted to, to stick on Days Gone. The dynamism in the game is phenomenal. Yeah. Like it changes depending on the weather, depending on what's happening, you know. The way in the tra gameplay trailer, he put the trap. Remember when you put that yeah, um, trap and, and he threw the thing in? You know, the way it's all interactive, the storytelling. I mean, sorry, the voice acting. Phenomenal. I love the voice acting. Yeah, from what I'm, I'm getting um, uh, from this game, it's, ob it's obviously like in the future. You know, like something goes wrong, a virus outbreaks, Last of Us type of vibe. Yeah. But then the, the, the stealth elements and everything, those were really nice. And... You know, I feel like State of Decay could have been like this, but then the problem with State of Decay, it was a great, they had great zombie mechanics. I won't even lie. Yeah. The thing is, the story just wasn't there. And yeah, now we're seeing that games, you need to have a good story for your game to actually be considered great. Without the story, like, no matter how good the mechanics are, the story really defines the game now. Yeah. And before we go, like, the last thing, right, so people want Age of Empires. Hmm? Age ah. of Empires. It's coming out, guys. Definitive edition. It is like a remake. They've changed some elements, and it's... I don't know. So we can't really talk about it too much because Gary has... doesn't. He's not a strategy dude. I'm a strategy dude. If I you're am a strategy dude, but just not this. Uh, Real-time real strategies? Well, I was when I was younger, but then, you know, nostalgic reasons, guys. Enemy X... Alien XCOM. Oh, those kind of... Yeah, I like those, exactly. I like the classical history ones, like Age of Empires, Empire Earth, European Universalis, you know, Hearts of Iron. Shout out if you play any of those games. I love them myself. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. You're asking me what... My, that is my favorite game out of E3 <laughs> so far. Age of Empires, the definitive edition. And, you know, like, we're seeing... Right, so then, the, 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 like, like, a couple of questions going into E3. Like, what is Bethesda going to reveal? But then, unfortunately, Bethesda kept quiet and there was a large Bethesda absence this time. And the people are saying, yeah. they might next, year is gonna press conference. next year is going to be big. They that is the thing with Bethesda. Yeah. Next year. They, it's always, they're quiet one year, then the following year, they explode. 2015, Three. Bethesda, quiet. quiet. 2016, explode. Doom. Then this year, quiet. Next year, I don't know. Well, they could because they might release um, Elder Scrolls Six yeah. next year. And we got Dishonored, Two, uh, Death of the of Death of the what the, the Watcher. What's it? Death of the. Ah. I saw it, but I didn't get, get quite the death name. Death of Death of the Dark Side. I know Death of the what? I know him. So embarrassing. I'm forgetting his name, but I've played all the Dishonored uh, the, the, the the Dishonored games. Yeah. Um, Dishonored 2, wait. Dishonored 2, Death of... I, I'm honestly not one of the Dishonored people. I, I, I'm not Dishonored. I'm honored, actually. No, Dishonored <laughs> 2 is a, is a really... Oh, a Death of... The What's Dishonored about? Let's, let me start there just to ask. Right, Dishonored is about... Uh, 
it's a really complicated plot. All right, basically, it's about a, a princess and an assassin. Yeah. Mm, okay. Death of the Outsider. <laughs> yeah, Death of the Outsider. So, right, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but the Outsider is the, basically the guy who kickstarts the whole plot of Dishonored. He's the one who gives um, Kovo, the assassin, his supernatural powers that allow him to, to become super deadly assassin in the beginning. And okay. so now, in Dishonored 2, a group of assassins has been tasked with, with the marker, and, the, and the, 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 their duty is to kill him. Hmm. This is really interesting. Yeah, I will, the, I, I, this one is on my, my list of games to play after I finish. School. I've played it four times already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have it. It's got, it's got solid replayability. You can tackle the campaign in so many ways. Hmm. Yeah, but that's one of my games that I'm looking forward to playing after advanced level. If, for those who don't know, I'm still in A-level. So are you, Gary. Yeah. No, um, so, so, the thing is, so the thing is, the question that's, that's, that's on people's mind, why are we killing the person that started the whole, the, the, whole, uh, the whole thing in the first place? I guess you'll so have to the get the DLC to find out. Yeah. Oh, um, yes, before we go, let's just talk about this for like five minutes. Yeah. Visual reality. What am I saying? VR. Virtual reality. Visual. <laughs> VR, where is it going? I read a few articles, especially heading into E3, how like, some people are saying it could go the way of 3D and stuff like that, a gimmick that people get excited about and there's a lot of support for it. Then it slowly kind of loses relevance and just disappears. Or it could be like HD which could stay and become relevant and everyone has it and it's just a must. Do you really think VR is going to be a must in the future? Huh? Do you think VR is going to be a must no, in the future? No, it's actually not. But that's the thing. Um, going into E3, people commenting. VR was something big in 2015 and there was an explosion into about the whole VR thing. When yeah, 2015, 2016. But then the problem is um, the VR didn't get as much momentum as people supposedly... Yes thought it was going to get. And that's now the problem. We're seeing uh -huh. a drop in all the VR hype. It's seriously like decreasing, that is going down, going down. Very funny you said that. I was listening to a podcast of, um, last week, actually. The guy said the exact same thing. And that was beginning of 2016. Yeah, so VR hype is definitely dying down. And VR is not the future of gaming. It is not the future of gaming. And I think it is. It's not. I, I seriously disagree with you. Because we should, have a the problem we should actually is, have a t um, an episode on just VR. The problem is, guy, in yeah. the beginning, VR had all this hype and it was getting game, uh, developers creating games for it. Now we're seeing a decrease in that. There is no... All we're seeing is ports. We're not seeing like VR games. We're seeing ports. How many games have you seen at E3 that was like, this is a VR game? A brand new VR. Brand new, like not a new IP per se, but it's a new game. Not like Fallout or Skyrim, which are basically just like, ports proper like they said we started from scratch we made this game it's specifically for vr there was that one ps4 game i forgot its name you see <laughs> you can't even remember its name but then on the other hand i remember when hd came up people i mean look dude 4k <laughs> we're seeing how that's already a thing so we're now looking into how um vr i mean vr and ar still have a lot of use cases for other stuff yeah like in industry and stuff like that Movies to some extent. Right, oh, huh? Transcendence. Transcendence, right? From Ro Robin Wood. No talk Wood. about Transcendence. Elijah Wood. You know that. Yeah? Uh, talk about Transcendence before we, we talk about that. We, we conclude. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Transcendence. Okay, I really, to be honest, guys, I don't know what Transcendence is about. It's basically a movie game thingy with, it has awesome visuals. But it's like an interactive game. Think Journey, if anyone has ever played Journey. Oh. Something oh. like that. One of those games that's supposed to bring out emotion. Not, re- yeah, something like that. But it's, the it's more of an interactive fear. movie. Yeah, with fear. It's more about fear. It's like a horror-ish like movie. One of those games with what if questions. Yeah. And emotions. Yeah. And yeah, but it's all in VR. It's like it's heavily VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I won't play it. Nah, nah. So, yeah, you know, VR you won't. VR and uh, VR. Imagine. Play, yeah. But that's why people are asking whether how, how well would the integration be like. Yeah, and for the first time, Marvel is jumping into the gaming scene. They're saying, we are going after you, DC. DC, you better run. You better run. For the first time. It's a good part. For the first Let's time. End the, like, we can end the podcast like right now. Thank you. No. Yes, we can end it. <laughs> we can end it. I don't want to talk about this, please. All right, <laughs> fine. But we're getting a new uh, game, still called Spider-Man PS4, and Marvel is saying... Oh, my word. We didn't talk about Spider-Man. Yeah. There's that, a long line of Marvel it games. It look very slick. Yeah. I will not lie. For a DC person myself, this, that Spider-Man game looks very slick. Great um, mechanics. Gameplay mechanics looks phenomenal. It looks like an improved version of... The, remember the, the Spider-Man version that came out, I think, was it 2006? Yeah. It looks Spider-Man like an improved 2. version of that. Yeah. So exactly. People are saying there are great Marvel games lineup coming with, I don't know, is, is it they go, they're going to be solely doing it Insomniac or other developers or something like that. But then Marvel is going to be working on making more games and better games. For the first time, we're seeing Marvel taking gaming seriously to tack on Injustice, Arkham, Arkham, the Arkham, Arkham series. Arkham Asylum. Like, everything like, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, b- besides that, that is pretty much a roundup of the E3 show. But then the, the, the basics, the hardware. Besides, besides, yeah, the, besides hardware, the Xboxes and whatnot. I think the only other thing that stood out in terms of hardware was the Alienware. The Alienware monitor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yes, I that, saw uh, about that. That can play games at 240 frames. Frames <laughs> Seems like they yeah. keep on going up and up and up and up and up. Meanwhile, the Xbox One X is still debating on whether it should use sixty or thirty FPS. Yeah, so I don't know. That is that is the, the thing. So let us know what your oh wait, but Gary, what's your favorite game? You didn't tell me. Your favorite game. My favorite you? game, Far Cry five. The fact that it's taking a non linear take uh to storytelling is really nice. Yeah. We'll we'll be I, looking forward to that. For you know, me, it could be risky, but then, but then I really love that the fact that they're, they're like, hey, let's try it. There's something different. Yeah. That is, yeah, that is true. Favorite IP? Favorite IP. Um, hmm, uh, Anthem, Days no, Gone, A Way Out. The other one. I keep on forgetting. Oh, Hidden Agenda. Hidden Agenda. <laughs> That's your favorite IP? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, mine is actually Days Gone because of the like, phenomenal storytelling and all of that. So, yeah. Um, all right, thank you, so everyone. guys, that's 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 the end for our podcast. Uh, people are complaining in here. Gary, so, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram. My name is Hugo, the Slump God, the Slump God. Yeah, or you can go to our Instagram page, which is Technology Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, and you can find le, me on I am Dion Spring. Is it like Je suis Dion Spring? And you can find the podcast on Technology FM on Twitter and on Facebook. Thank you guys for listening. Follow, subscribe, like, and be beautiful, be amazing, and be a gamer and a technology person. Bye-bye. And now. And now. Capital 263.